Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. This is Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. Something else from somewhere else. Make a jazz noise here.
Jazz is not dead, it just smells funny. And that, of course, was uh, Frank Zappa with one of his most memorable quotes. And this is Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. The rather smooth bossa nova jazz track that we heard just before Zappa's statement was that take off your clothes when you dance. And as contradictory as it may sound, it was actually recorded by Frank Zappa himself in 1961, which, to put things in perspective, was around the same time when Stan Gass started popularizing bossa nova jazz in the States. Frank Vincent Zappa was born in 1940 in Baltimore and died on the 4th of December 1993 in Los Angeles. So yesterday marked the 25th anniversary of the passing of one of the greatest uh, musical minds of the 20th century. There is no doubt that uh, he was a true original, an iconoclast, and a prolific composer that defied uh, any categorization. And so today we'll try to look into how, 25 years later, Frank Zappa's jazz legacy refuses to die. Zappa may have said that jazz is not dead, it just smells funny, but looking at his music and life, one does not get the impression that he really believed that uh, this music style was decomposing or dying a slow death. For instance, on his uh, 1966 album Freak Out, certainly one of the most impressive debut albums of all times, he had a list of 179 people that had influenced him. And among the musicians included on this eclectic list, there were jazz artists like Charlie Mingus, Cecil Taylor, Eric Tolfi, and Razan Roland Kirk, with whom Zappa would end up playing a couple of years later in a famous impromptu collaboration at the 1968 Boston Globe Jazz Festival. Over the years, he hired for his band uh, countless musicians with stellar jazz credentials and uh, collaborated with many jazz players, including heavyweights like Archie Shepp, Michael Brecker, and Aldi Meola. But most importantly, his compositions often had elements borrowed from jazz or even quotations from jazz tunes. So perhaps his funny remarks about jazz were a lovingly snarky joke by an artist whose uh, sarcasm was as relevant as his musical talent rather than a literal criticism. I guess we'll never find out. And uh, what we really are trying to do here is just to revel in the beauty of the jazzier parts of his vast uh, repertoire Checking out not only some of Zappa's recordings, but also how the jazz world has embraced his repertoire. So we'll be playing interpretations of Zappa's compositions by musicians like Woody Herman, Mike Manieri and Joe Lovano, Stefano Bolani and many others from both the US and abroad. So up next is the German NDR big band uh, playing a brilliant version of uh, Willie the Pimp, arranged by the British composer, pianist and arranger Colin Towns from a 2005 album entitled Frank Zappa's hot leaks and funny smells.
This is a special edition of Mondo Jazz celebrating the jazz legacy of uh, Frank Zappa. And we just heard one of his most celebrated compositions, King Kong, from the 1995 album An American Diary by vibraphone player Mike Manieri with uh, Joe Lovano on one of his uh, rare outings on soprano saxophone. The track featured also Eddie Gomez on bass and uh, Peter Erskine on drums. Before King Kong, um, marking an Italian-American soprano saxophone connection was Ed Palermo a musician that has dedicated uh, several albums with his big band to the boundless repertoire of Frank Zappa. 
The track we heard was Sleep Dirt off his uh, 1996 album on uh, Cuneiform Records, Take Your Clothes Off When You Dance. At the top of the set was uh, Willie the Pimp from uh, one of the most convincing albums entirely dedicated to jazz renditions of Frank Zappa's music. The album is entitled Frank Zappa's Hot Licks and Funny Smells by the German NDR big band with the brilliant arrangements of Colin Towns. Let's continue with another jazz album entirely dedicated to revisiting uh, Zappa's genius. It's entitled uh, Shake Your Zappa by the Italian pianist uh, Stefano Bolani, featuring a stellar lineup uh, with uh, Larry Grenadier on bass, Josh Roseman on trombone, Jason Adasiewicz on vibes, and a drummer whose name is interestingly close to Jimmy Carr Black, who was uh, Frank Zappa's drummer in The Mothers of Invention. And of course, I'm referring to Jim Black, one of the most uh, spectacular drummers around, as he demonstrates in this uh, powerful rendition of uh, Frank Zappa's Eat That Question. Thank you. 
Oh, <laughs> oh, 
There's a famous album by Frank Zappa entitled Does uh, Humor Belong in Music? And uh, for anyone familiar with the Zappa psyche, the answer is an obvious yes. And to paraphrase the title of that album, today we're trying to address another question. Does jazz belong in Zappa? And the question is rhetorical, and so the answer is also another equally obvious yes. In the last set, we heard more Zappa jazz, starting off with a Eat That Question by the Stefano Bolani Quintet, featuring the turbocharged drumming of Jim Black. That was followed by one of the jazziest tunes by Frank Zappa, Black Napkins, from a historic series of concerts that took place in New York in 1976 at the Palladium. Most of the music from that engagement came out on the double album Zappa in New York, but the version of Black Napkins that we heard uh, was from You Can't Do That On Stage Anymore, Volume 6, with an amazing lineup featuring well-established jazz masters like Randy and Michael Brecker, respectively on trumpet and saxophone, Tom Malone on trombone, Lou Marini and uh, Ronnie Huber on saxophones. The band was then uh, completed by some of uh, Zappa's uh, regular collaborators and virtuosos like uh, Ruth Underwood on percussions, Eddie Jobson on keyboards, Ray White on guitar, Patrick O'Hearn on bass and Terry Bosio on drums. We then uh, closed off the set with uh, Pitches on Regalia, perhaps the most famous of Zappa's uh, jazzier compositions, off one of his uh, jazzier albums, uh, Hot Rats, a record that uh, brilliantly blended jazz and rock and came out a whole half a year earlier than Miles Davis' Bitches Brew in 1969, Bitches Brew being the album which is commonly regarded as uh, representing a watershed moment in the development of jazz rock, or what would be infamously becoming later on fusion. The version we heard uh, was by the Italian saxophone player Daniele Sepe from his album Suonarne Uno per Educarne Cento. One of the striking aspects of Zappa's work is the almost monolithic density and richness of detail of his music, which, uh, even when performed by a relatively small group, sounded like it was being played by a much larger ensemble. So it's perhaps not surprising that his music has provided a fertile ground for captivating renditions by big bands or very large ensembles as we'll hear in the next set, starting with the great Woody Herman and his big band. From the album Thundering Herd, here is America Drinks and Goes Home, a tune that Frank Zappa had written eight years earlier for the 1966 album Absolutely Free as a parody of loungy jazz, but that in Woody Herman's arrangement is turned into a compelling big band jazz, a fact that contains a great deal of irony that would have certainly not been lost on Zappa.
Radio Free Brooklyn is proud to announce that we will be launching an after-school program for local teenagers in 2019 to learn media literacy through media making using a hands-on approach guided by local professionals. If you'd be interested in participating or donating to this program, please go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash afterschool and remember, all donations are tax-deductible.
Listening to a special edition of Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn, celebrating the jazz legacy of Frank Zappa. In this last set, we did it uh, featuring the music of some uh, rather large ensembles and their rich interpretation of Zappa's compositions. We started off with America Drinks and Goes Home by Woody Herman's Big Band from an album which Herman, at a time when jazz was getting increasingly mixed with rock, was uh, perhaps trying to attract a younger audience by including music uh, by people like Zapp or Carol King or the rising star of electric bass uh, Stanley Clark, and this is in the early 70s. We move to a couple of uh, more recent uh, large ensemble albums entirely dedicated to Zappa's repertoire. Uh, first was the French collective Le Bocal, who has recorded one of the most original uh, well-done tributes to uh, Zappa, cleverly entitled Oh No, Just Another Frank Zappa Memorial Barbecue. From this band, uh, which among other features uh, the trombonist uh, Glenn Ferris, who is uh, based in France, who in the 70s had played in the Grand Wazoo band, we heard Little Umbrellas. And then right after that, uh, there was the remarkable Italian uh, Tankio band, led by Riccardo Fassi. From their second uh, Zappa tribute album, uh, released in 2017 on the Italian label Alpha Music, and entitled The Return of the Fat Chicken, we heard G-Spot Tornado, a composition that uh, Frank Zappa first uh, featured on his album Jazz from Hell. Let's now continue with a set of even jazzier renditions of the music of Frank Zappa, starting with the power piano trio led by pianist David Kikoski, with uh, Jeff Dane Watts on drums and James Genus on bass. From their 2001 album Surf's Up, 
released by the Dutch label Crisscross Jazz. Here is their take on another Zappa classic, Oh No. Thank you. 
To look at uh, Frank Zappa through the prism of jazz is definitely restrictive. He was a musician that uh, freely incorporated elements of uh, music as diverse as uh, contemporary classical and doo-wop, blues and rock, even funk. Jazz was just uh, one of the main influences that filtered uh, through his uh, work. As a result, he was one of those rare musicians that uh, was not constrained by any musical genres. He moved along a continuum that connected them all, and in doing so, he rose above categories and uh, created a highly original body of work that is immediately recognizable as uh, Zappa music. Today we are focusing, however, on his jazz legacy, and so in the previous set we've tried to show how well and also how different his music sounds in the hands of jazz musicians that have included his compositions side-by-side with those of uh, quote-unquote real jazz composers. We started off with David Kikoski and his trio performing Oh No with Jeff Dane Watts on drums and James Genus on bass. That was followed by another one of the jazzier Zappa compositions, 20 Small Cigars, performed by Zach Brock on violin, Lagilund on guitar, Matt Penman on bass, and Obed Calvary on drums. This tune was included in the 2016 Criss Cross album by Zach Brock, Purple Sound. We then completed the set with uh, saxophonist Javon Jackson and his rendition of one of the darker songs by Frank Zappa, Zoot Allures, uh, featuring the great uh, Dr. Lonnie Smith on organ, Fred Huck on guitar, and a heavyweight rhythm section uh, with Peter Washington on bass and Billy Drummond on drums. And this was of uh, Javon Jackson's uh, third Blue Note album released in 1996, entitled A Look Within. Even though already evident early on, Frank Zappa's jazz credentials were definitely in full display on a much older Blue Note album. This is an album released in 1970 and is entitled King Kong by the French violin player Jean-Luc Ponty. The album contained almost exclusively Zappa compositions. The only exception was the song, which is coming up next, How Would You Like to Have a Head Like That, which was, however, arranged by Zappa, who also played guitar on it. The track also features uh, some of the key collaborators of uh, Frank Zappa, including uh, people like Hernie Watts on saxophone, Johnny Garin on drums, and especially George Duke on electric piano. Thank you. 
please come to our Radio Free Brooklyn holiday party on Thursday, December 13th, 7 to 10 p.m. at the Braven Brewing Company in Bushwick. RSVP to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash Holiday 2018 to get two free beer tickets at the party plus access to the exclusive VIP area. We'd like to thank Braven Brewing Company for supporting Radio Free Brooklyn this holiday season. Visit the Braven Brewery, Bar, and Kitchen in Bushwick at 52 Harrison Place or online at bravenbrewing.com.
just heard two more tracks on this uh, special edition of Mondo Jazz, which uh, celebrates Frank Zappa's jazz legacy 25 years after his passing. We started off with uh, How Would You Like to Have a Head Like That by the French violinist uh, Jean-Luc Ponty featuring Frank Zappa on guitar from the album King Kong, an album of music composed, uh, or like in this case arranged by Zappa, that further contributed to his appreciation in the jazz world especially at the time in which jazz and rock had started to really blend and give exciting new fruits. That was followed by uh, the music of a Frank Zappa Absolutely Live, an album by the Zapatista. It's a cleverly named band featuring some uh, Zappa-loving, top-notch British jazz players, like, among others, Annie Whitehead on trombone, John Etheridge on guitar, and uh, Simon Bates on saxophone. Zappa's repertoire is so vast that a band that wants to cover as many compositions of Zappa as possible in one single album sometimes has to resort to medleys, like in the case of the Zapatistas, which in the track we heard covered Harry, You're a Beast, Oh No, and the theme from Lumpy Gravy. Another approach uh, to cover as much ground as possible is that followed by a couple of other European tributes to Zappa, those paid by the Belgian large ensemble uh, Flat Earth Society, and the more recent one by the Italian violinist uh, Anais Drago, who freely took snippets of music composed by Frank Zappa, or more precisely, riffs and changes, to then create their very personal compositions. Frankly, uh, excuse my pun, this is very much in the spirit of Zappa's way of writing, which very often incorporated excerpts from very diverse sources to come up with his own unique and quite postmodern compositions. And this works very well because each and every one of Zappa's songs is so rich in detail that there are more melodic ideas and motivic details in those songs that one could find in another artist's entire album. So up next is Random Riffs, which literally is based on a bunch of Frank Zappa riffs that Flat Earth Society has played on their 2016 release Terms of Embarrassment. After that will be Zappa Changes, another composition that blends excerpts of various uh, Zappa songs, and this is written by Anais Drago for her very recent debut album entitled Anais Drago and the Jellyfish.
You're listening to Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn is a nonprofit organization of self-funding volunteers. Of course, there are considerable costs associated with this operation. And if you like what you hear on Mondo Jazz, why not support Radio Free Brooklyn with a pledge of your choice or getting one of Radio Free Brooklyn's t-shirts, hats, or other cool merch from www.radiofreebrooklyn.com slash donate.
at the top of the set, uh, we played the music by the Flat Earth Society. From their album's uh, Terms of Embarrassment, we played Random Riffs, which was followed by Zappa Changes by the Italian violin player Anais Drago and her band The Jellyfish, from their eponymous album, which was released just a few weeks ago. Both compositions took fragments of uh, Frank Zappa's work and uh, used them as a launching pad for a very original take on this music. This can be perhaps the best way to approach the material of a musician with uh, such a strong personality that very often makes it extremely challenging to play a rendition uh, which does not come across as a watered-down version of the original material. And believe me, there are way too many albums of tributes to Zappa that, while showing a lot of affection for his work, fall very flat for that very reason. And so during today's show, we've tried to select the most original or better played tributes to Zappa for those of you that are very familiar with his work. For those of you who are not familiar with that work but uh, are jazz lovers, hopefully this edition of Mondo Jazz has offered a gateway into a discography that is so large to be rather intimidating and difficult to approach, but full of gems. If your interest has been piqued by this radio show, let me also take this opportunity to warmly recommend a book by Jeff Willis entitled Zappa and Jazz. Did he really smell funny, Frank? It has been uh, very difficult to trim down the playlist for uh, this two-hour show, so we'll have to find a way or another to extend this tribute longer. But before closing, let me remind you that, like every week, Mondo Jazz is followed by Bushwick Garage, Radio Free Brooklyn's psychedelic rock weekly show by Rob Pritchard. And if you like what you heard, follow Radio Free Brooklyn and Mondo Jazz on Facebook and Instagram, and go to our website where you can download our app for your iPhone or Android, and you can also sign up for our newsletter. Today's episode of Mondo Jazz will be archived with all past episodes on Mixcloud, Soundcloud, Podomatic, and iTunes. And our archive shows are also featured every week on allaboutjazz.com, the greatest online jazz resource. Bassist and composer Ben Allison wrote and performed a theme featuring Ted Nash on flute and the voiceover of Payang Threadgill. Well, we have one more track for you for this episode of uh, Mondo Jazz dedicated to the world of Frank Zappa to celebrate or to mark the 25th anniversary of his passing. Up next is the Asphalt Orchestra, which is a very versatile brass ensemble that specializes in an eclectic repertoire, and of course that includes Frank Zappa. So from their eponymous album, uh, here is their take on uh, the composition Zombie Woof. Thank you for listening, and uh, good night.